This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Welcome, kiddies, to THN Cover to Cover for Saturday, May. No. Oh, it's not May yet. That's right. April, April 27. We are talking Avengers Endgame today. That's all that we're going to talk about for the most part because that's the biggest <laughs> thing in the See, world happened. It's the only <laughs> thing that I've been thinking about for like the last three days. I know. This is our uh, THN Cover to Cover call-in show. We do it on Facebook Live. You can watch it live every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time. Okay? And you can call us. 402-819-4894 to play along. If you mm. can't call us live, you can always send us an email with an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com, or you can leave a message on that phone number. It's great. There isn't. There used to be, a, like, a, there was a female voice that came on and was like, state your name, caller, and people were just like, no! <laughs> like, it's not that. It's just me, okay? So it's all good. The phone number is 402-819-4894. Or you can click the call now button on the faces book, right? But before we that get seems st- complicated. Before we get started, yeah, I need you to reset our question of the week. This one's easy. I don't even have to look it up. This came from Harvey Locust via the THN forums. He says you've just been put in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? And you can bring one. I have me, the royal we. Oh, no. Okay, the sorry. individual. My bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the, the question answer. Matt's just been put in charge. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> so, Disney has placed you in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you can bring one and only one character from the Netflix TV shows. I'm going to expand it to the other, any of the Marvel TV, TV. shows. We'll say Marvel TV. Into the Marvel movies. Who do you pick? Where do you put them? Cloak and Dagger. They're so sweet and dreamy. That's and their relationship. It's just, oh my God. There's so much emotion, Joe. Oh, it just, oh. That sounds good. And the I don't way, know why no, you're it's not. Fun. It's yes. not good. Yeah, it is. No. Good. How much have you watched? Most of it. Most of it. Yeah. More than two episodes? Yes. Really? Yes. And you didn't fall asleep? I mean, it's it's slow moving. It for is sure. slow, and their powers are stupid, and they changed. Your powers too are too much crap. <laughs> it's dumb. All right, let's get into it. 402-819-4894. You've got a question of the week. The phone lines are open. I want to hear from you, and I want to hear from you now. We are talking Avengers Endgame. I went and saw it last night. Mm-hmm. We're doing this spoiler-free, so you don't have to like freak out and, and you know turn us off or not listen. We're going to talk about thoughts and feelings. I don't know what is going on. Did you put some sort of treat on the floor? Yeah. Okay. It's a chew toy thing. All right, all right. What, what am I, a bad parent? I just thought he, was, <laughs> he got into something he wasn't supposed to get. So we can ask questions, but keep them vague. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, the movie Nothing just came out. We're anything. not ruining it. That's not what we're here for. I don't even think we're going to do spoilers in our review on the main show. I don't know that you can really spoil this. Yeah, you can. You yes, know what I mean? Like can. A lot of the stuff that, that happened, though, we knew was coming and was going to happen. There was no question. No, yes. Of course there were questions. We did not know anything that was going to happen. We had ideas and theories. Right. I we, mean, we knew that the, the ending of Infinity War was probably going to get undone. That's yes. the one thing that we knew. Right. And we knew this was the big send-off for the old cast, for the most part. Um, yeah, maybe. Several are coming back, mm, it, it seems. Uh-huh. I don't know. But it was 
I mean, sure. It's at 96%. We all know it's a good movie. Mm. More importantly, how do you think this sets up the next wave of the Marvel cinematic universe? I don't think it does. I, I don't think it does either. I don't think the next phase is going to have anything to do with what happened. I think it left it in a very... I mean, a good place for these characters, a very nice way to say goodbye to some characters and whatnot. But I don't know where we go from here. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 96%. I really don't. I mean, it was wonderful. I enjoyed so much about it. I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed the way that they neatly tied some things up. There was, I really enjoyed, well, I half enjoyed how Captain Marvel was handled. I'll say that. And this isn't going into spoiler territory, but... I think a lot of people thought, well, wait a minute, if she's just going to come in and kill Thanos, you know, like with her huge powers. And that doesn't happen, obviously, but I feel like she was not used very much. Well, they filmed, it was they, filmed, they filmed this movie before they filmed Captain Marvel. Right. And so they were still kind of figuring out the character and where she was going to go. I and suppose that's like true. That. I suppose that's true. Uh, all right. We got, we got voicemails while we're waiting for this. Uh, the, the, the putting the voicemails at the end with the robot went over like a lead balloon. Oh, you big babies. So we're not doing You're that anymore. You're all such big babies. All right, let's start again. Let's start with the voicemail while we're waiting. Oh, oh no, hey, sorry. Hey, oh. Uh, Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Harvey Locus. Harv. We just read your question of the week. Are you calling to answer it? <clears throat> Yes, I am. If your answer is cloak and dagger, I'm going to make fun of you. Just know that, okay? Well, I, okay, I heard you talking smack about cloak and dagger. It is a really good show. It's not a I good tried show. To it's way different. I tried to tell you. But him. it's a really good show. I just don't care about it. I just don't care about it. It's too slow. I mean, and, and it's not for me. It's made for, like, tweens. I think they, like, they're marketing this more to, like, teenage girls, I think. Than, well, I mean, it's a different, the tone of it is yeah. different, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's not for me. I just... I don't know. I wish they were drug addicts. <laughs> well, uh, Candy is. Yeah. Well, sort of. Yeah. On all kinds of shit. Anything <laughs> she can get her hands on. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So um, give us your but my answer has got to be Turk. Turk's Turk. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Turk's a really good one. I do love Turk, and I'm happy that he shows up every time in every he, show. Yeah. I am too. Yeah, he's the glue that hold held the Netflix show together, <laughs> kind of, you know. Yeah. No, I do. Like Anytime you needed something, if you're on the street, you need something. Right. Turk's your man. You know, they brought Coulson into all this stuff. Why can't Turk show up? That'd be awesome. All right. And I and I think it would be great to see him like in like a Black Widow solo movie where she has to escape somebody for some reason is all alone on the street and has to get some weapons or like she has some to go underground. Yeah, yeah, some dude is like hiding in the criminal underground, and she's like, "I know a guy who will know where he is." Turk, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, "Oh no, no, I'm not talking to you. Not after what happened last time." You know, they're like, "Shut up, Turk. You owe me this one." All right, you're right. I owe you one, Tosh. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. it writes itself. Come or on. She goes, <laughs> she goes visit him at the bong shop. You know, right. <laughs> But I don't I mean, know if you guys ever got around to season two of Iron Fist, but yeah, oh, you I open did. up a bong store and <laughs> yeah, I got to it as well. Ugh. Ugh. I love Turk, and I think that actor does a great job. He is really in good. that role. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, and I like that you picked fun. somebody like that. It wasn't you didn't just go straight for like Daredevil. Yeah, like it didn't. I think Daredevil. It didn't even occur to the me to pick a non-superhero. Next Avengers team. <laughs> <laughs> Though I yeah, guess I didn't. I didn't Go ahead, I didn't really want to go with a main guy because, or a main, you know, a powered person, sure, even because sure. 
they're kind of, eh, you know, what what are they going to do with the Avengers level people, you know, but. Yeah, they've definitely set, especially with, I mean, Endgame, they've definitely set the Avengers apart as like, these are characters that go on the suicide mission in space. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, yeah. you're not going to get Daredevil. <laughs> like you don't call Luke Cage <laughs> and be like, Luke, we got some an alien despot that is going to destroy the universe. We need your help with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he'd he'd be useful. I'm not saying you wouldn't. And I would take Luke if they made him an Avenger. I would absolutely take him. I love him to death. Though he's like he's weaker than everybody on the team except for the Black Widow and Captain America. I suppose. Oh, and Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah, but like he could just be the bullet sponge or whatever, you know? That's true, yeah. He's a tank, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Harv, thank he you for- He could be S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, he could be S.H.I.E.L.D. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Harv, that is a great answer, and thank you for your call, brother. Yep. All right, guys, I'm going to see Avengers tonight, so nice. I'm signing off. Have Do a it. great time. Do it. All right, phone line is open. I want to hear from you guys. We are talking Avengers Infinity feelings. We're not talking spoilers. We're talking feelings. That pug wants on the mic so bad. Too bad. You bad. Yeah, he's Let's a see. mic chewer. There we go. He's a filthy mic chewer. Oh, no. That was from last week, Jimmy Randall. I love that. Uh, we just have three. Jason Starting says. yesterday. Ian. What? We know this guy. What? Stately Lord Fungus. That's the segment. Oh, that is from the segment, show. Isn't it? Sorry. Oh, I see it. There we go. The there we go. All right, let's do this first, and then, yeah. then we will talk. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? It's not Brian Domingos. It's JD Got a Catch. <laughs> okay, right. it's not Brian Domingos. JD, how are we today? I'm good. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we took yeah. care of that. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to rap about? Uh, well, did you guys see the uh, Eisner nominations? I did. I glanced at them briefly. I did, and I saw a couple names that are good friends of the show on there. I was very proud of. Crowded is up for best yeah. new series. Uh, every, I, every, that blew every, my mind. Every nominee for best new series is a book published by Image Comics. Which is, which is fine. Unprecedented. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, and honestly, I don't think that there was a whole lot of, like, outside of Image. I mean, maybe you could argue, like, Boom and Dark Horse did some very cool stuff. But I don't think the big two had anything to offer to best new series in this last couple of years not best new series but no. uh i did see uh rainbow uh rainbow's uh runaways nominated for best ongoing yeah. oh yay saw that i don't think it's gonna win and, uh, but i did see that <laughs> and, and i was happy to see my girl uh kelly uh up for best writer again yeah, yeah. awesome definitely deserves it definitely I don't know. The Eisners are weird, and people kind of bitched about the Eisners last year because of like uh, they bitch about the Eisners. I mean, they bitch year. every year. They're going to find something to bitch about every year. But I feel like this, like the nominees this year, make a lot of sense. They're some younger voices that are doing cool shit in comics and sort of pushing things a little bit. And it's not so much the old standbys. We're like, well, he just gets nominated for an Eisner every year because he's he is who he is, you know. Right, I'm, I'm tired of that shit. So I would. It's a good list. It's a very good list. I'll be curious to see who takes yeah. it away. I, I feel like I feel like people like uh, you know Chris Sabella and Kelly Thompson. I feel like they get nominated you know multiple times yeah. every year, and they, they they never quite make it. But just the fact that they're always in the running and always you know talked about, I think is almost as good. 
They're getting Susan Lucci'd, is what it is. Susan, <laughs> Susan Lucci'd. <laughs> and no one under the age of, like, 35 is going to get that one. So. <laughs> yes. That's all right. They can just get Matt Bomb, it. 80s soap opera jokes. All right. <laughs> we appeal to a very niche crowd, That's what Matt. we do here, folks. Yeah. It's like WKRP in Cincinnati, you know? <laughs> Oh, I love that show. Do you have an answer for the question of the week, or did you see Avengers Endgame? Uh, my tickets for Endgame are 6.30 tonight. Okay. Uh, and, you know, uh, my answer for the question of the week is, uh, I don't know, I guess it's not real original. or uh, I just, I really liked uh, the Bendis era Luke Cage Avengers. Yes, I did too. So, I... And I think it would be cool if we could. I heard you talking to, uh, I don't know who you're talking to before me, but you were talking about this, the, the MCU Avengers being kind of the big cosmic suicide group. And I would love to see the Avengers scaled back to a little bit more of that street level New York stuff. I think you're going to have to a little bit after this movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah. not spoiling anything, but I think you have to bring the Avengers back down to earth now. They've done. Yes. Now that they have done this massive reality warping cosmic story, you have to humanize them again. And yeah. again, no spoilers, but the yeah. team we're left with, I think, is going to be a very humanized team. And it's cool. It, it's very cool. It's very cool. Well, yeah, you know, I think we're I think we're seeing that in the comics too. We're seeing these smaller human stories, like right. Uh, I just read uh, episode or issue four of the Life of Captain Marvel. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that book was uh, excellent. Dan, I really love that. You have to one or the other, pal. No okay. way, man. You can't multitask. Yes, we I both can. know that. <laughs> you guys are gonna watch me cuddle this pug. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, I, uh, I love the life of Captain yeah, I Marvel. People, yeah. I know people have kind of uh, poo-pooed it, but I've actually really been digging on Dan Slott's Tony Stark Iron Man. I love it. It's decent. And, yeah, I think it's very good. I, it started I, a little slow. I feel like he's, yeah, the the approach he's taking to it, I feel like it's very similar to Fraction's Hawkeye. Yes, and I'm glad that Slot didn't just go full on Dan Slot. Like, all right, you loved when I screwed with Spider Man. Let's make yeah. Iron Man a paraplegic, you know, or like just like <laughs> go nuts yeah, with it, you he know. Just, he just literally just kind of gave him like this one home base that this is what he's doing when he's yeah. not Avenger, you know. Totally. And I love it. I, I really thought that was fun, and then. Uh, God damn it, Kelly Thompson and Mr. and Mrs. X making people care about. I can't. It's good. Rogan Gambit. I know. It's and good. I read four issues and it really is good. And I hate <laughs> those characters. I hate them. Two of my least favorite X Men. They're the worst. Rogue and Gambit are the worst. And you know who I can't stand? People that love Rogue and people that love Gambit because they're the worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. That's what. That's what Kelly Thompson does is she makes you care about yes. characters you hate. Sure. Yes. Gwenpool. Yes. Gwenpool in West Coast Avengers. Yes. Gwenpool. Yeah. It's absolutely true. She, I mean, I'm not saying that those characters can't be written well. Obviously, they can. I enjoy the book. I just don't want to enjoy those Kelly characters. Thompson's mutant powers, though. I hate Gambit so much. The, oh, shall we? I'll, I'll drop a French word every once in a while. Don't be racist. Oui, oui. That's how they write him. That's how they wrote him forever. I'm going to bring it up every once in a while just to rile you up. I love it. Oh, God. I can't stand him. And Rogue. With, oh, but her lips can never touch. Oh, they got around that. They got over that. 
just, ugh. She's got like a collar or something she wears. Of course she does. It's real kinky. <laughs> he keeps her on a, on a collar. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I love the book. I think this. I think there's kind of a new direction with Marvel, with books like Runaways and and Spy No, Mr. and Mrs. X gets canceled because every Kelly Thompson book gets canceled at 10 issues. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. I think, but still, I mean, just those types of stories, I think we're seeing Marvel scale back to human stories, or at least those are the ones that are working, in my opinion. Are I totally know. I think Marvel yeah, got away from that stories. for a little while. Because if you remember, like with the books you were talking yeah. about, like uh, Fraction when he was on Iron Man, and like uh, when Bendis was writing Avengers, all those stories were yeah. very character centric pieces. Yeah. They looked into they he, we stripped these characters down to the people that they are, and they happen to be people that do this amazing stuff, or wear a suit, or can breathe in space, you know, whatever. Right. And they got away from that for a while, and sort of yeah. lost their yeah. way. And I think Marvel's finding their way back to that. While DC yeah, is yeah. it's doing the same thing. DC is finding their way back to their characters right now. Outside of Justice well, yeah, League, which is just... DC characters, <laughs> I mean, DC characters are fables. I mean, they right. are a solid... Right, they're icons, yes. Do so much more with them. I mean, like, you know, I was listening to someone do a book of the month on uh, Batman 100, or Batman 1000 uh, right. by Paul Pope. You know, and they're talking about oh, how Batman, everyone's Batman got their particular yeah. off-road Batman story. And I was like, I don't know if you can do that with Spider-Man because he's not that mythological. I mean, they've tried and we get rain. So yeah. That's bad. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that book was terrible. Yeah. And you don't need to do that with Spider-Man. Spider-Man is already human no. enough. I mean, like he's Spider-Man is the everyman. He's us. Yeah. You know, and like. I mean, obviously, he shows up in this movie in Endgame, but the scene when he does, it like it happens at such a perfect point, and he's the perfect character to put there, and the whole theater just went like, oh, and just like it's this breath of like, oh, I feel so much better, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. you, you all, everybody wanted to just hug the screen, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's and that's what you get from Tom Holland's Peter Parker, and that's why he's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And there's a wonderful callback when he does show up to something that happens in Homecoming, and it's just oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, so I'll be really anxious to call in next week. Yeah. Full uh, next week. For, uh, full FCD? spoilers. We are going to be at. We, we will not be doing full spoilers in front of Free Comic Book Day people. No. Oh, I already <laughs> promised a bunch true. of people that we were. No, so. absolutely not. <laughs> in front of a crowd of people that may not have seen it. No. Nah, they don't but have to we listen. will be, be fine. We'll be recording live at Legend on Free Comic Book Day. So come see us. Full spoilers. We're going to do cool. it. No. What, what time? Uh, one o'clock. One o'clock next week at right, Free cool. Comic Book Day at Legend Comics. See if you want to come and uh, actually throw something at one of our two heads. You can do it for a chance. Yeah. Come tell us we suck. <laughs> JD, thank you for um, calling in. Always good to talk to you, brother. All right. Talk to you guys uh, next week. All right, Sounds buddy. good. Phone lines are open. 402-819-4894. We want to talk right now. We have got a Google voice message, and I think this is from a friend of Joe Patrick's. I mean, I, I like him too. I just, you know. Yeah. He's a good guy. I'll say that. Okay. Joe and Matt. This is Ben Morris, Joe's longtime friend. I'm sure this show this weekend will be a lot about Avengers Endgame, which I've not seen yet. Hashtag don't spoil Endgame. But I've been meaning to call the show for several weeks. 
I watched several of the CW shows. I haven't hung with uh, Legends, but one of the CW DC shows has been a show I have to watch every week, and that is Supergirl. Supergirl so this year it's great. has been so good. The writing has been incredible. Some of the issues that they have dealt with, this really hateful, right-wing, nationalist, anti-alien, anti-immigrant group. And then for a while, uh, a group on the other extreme, and, and Supergirl was, was caught in the middle, and, and there was just no place for reasonableness in our society. And now, the last few weeks, uh, this whole thing with Lex Luthor, there was this great line in the last episode about how Lex Luthor is a complete gaslighter and makes you doubt things you know are true. Yeah, yeah. It's just... yeah. That show has been really good this season. Not enough people have been talking about it. Probably means not enough people have been watching it. And I just wanted to share that I've been really enjoying that show this season. Thanks, guys. Okay, how is John Cryer as Lex Luthor? We were worried. Incredible. Is he really? I mean, the guy's a good actor. It's not his fault he did Two and a Half Men for so goddamn long. Right. Like, when they said, we're going to cast the guy that played Ducky (laughs) as Lex Luthor, (laughs) the entire world was like, what are you talking about? He's incredible when as he, Lex Luthor. He should have been his nephew. He should have been his nephew Lenny grown Luther. up. He should have been Lenny. <laughs> totally no, should have been Lenny. He's so good. And Ben is right. Supergirl is a great show, and they do not pull any punches. Like, it is 100% an allegory for the shit going on in America right now, and it's incredible. Get on your mic, please. That's perfect. Shut up. It's perfect. But like Now, Joe Casey, when he wrote Superman and Lex became president, <laughs> I mean, it was full oh. on... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he was predicting the shit that we're in right yeah, now, I mean, that more was or less. Jeff Loeb and Joe Casey's yeah. that era. Yeah, President Lex. And it was great. He did the same exact thing. No one thought he could win. It was like, they were like, no, this guy's a criminal. No one is going to vote for him. And it's like, this is Lex Luthor. He's a smart, silver-tongued devil. Charismatic businessman. He will get right. in there, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, nobody could possibly elect a criminal philanderer right. as president. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember when, like, when they were doing it, we were like, come on. Lex, yeah. that is stupid. And then I was like, oh, shit. I love this. <laughs> this is so good. And it went, like Batman came to him, and he was like, all right, you pick. You can have the White House, or you can have the kryptonite bullet. You don't get both. Which one do you want? And he, Lex didn't have the kryptonite bullet. Yeah, he did at the time, and Batman took it. No, Batman had it. He came, Oh, the kryptonite bullet. Yes, Lex had it. And he said, you can have one or the other. I'll give you one or the other. And he was like, you really think you can just like march in here? And Batman's like, yes, pick. And he gives Batman the kryptonite bullet. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, and, like, and Lex is just smiling. And it's like, I don't want to fuck with Batman. It's just like, maybe I could, but I don't feel like it. You know? <laughs> oh. Uh, Such a great story. President Lex. I loved yeah. it. But yeah, Supergirl. Now that I'm living through it, not as cool. No, no, because we don't, have, as, any, we don't have any superheroes. Not as cool. Us. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Please watch Supergirl. It's so great. Uh, I, I can't wait to see how the season ends. Um, I, hopefully, it, I believe all the shows have been renewed. Yeah, um, no, they all have. They're all, they're not, I don't think they're even in trouble. No. Um, Legends of Tomorrow, I think, historically, is always the lowest rated Legend of the shows. Tomorrow can go to hell. But it's it a is also a stupid also, show. You are <laughs> wrong. It is so Legends dumb. Legends of Tomorrow is excellent. I will give you they do bonkers stuff it's on the show. It's so I'll give much you that. fun. It's Ugh. so fun. I just, it's exactly what I want from a show like that. Stand it. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis? 
Hey guys, it's Frank from upstate New York. Hey, hey what's up, new Frank? New caller? No. Oh Frank no, Frank, Frank, no. Frank. I know you, Frank. I'm Frank. sorry. Of course. Oh, Francis. My bad. Last time we called you were Francis. <laughs> oh, right. No. That's it's what confused just, me. Just right. <laughs> what do you want to rap about, Frank? Uh saw Avengers yesterday okay. and still I'm still processing it. It's, yes. It was amazing. It was amazing without giving anything away. It was amazing. Yes. It was the it was the perfect way to cap. 10 years of Marvel movies. Oh, totally. And totally. I don't know how they top this, but then again, they just acquired the Fantastic Four, so... Yeah. yeah. And that, the X-Men. That's, yeah. that's the thing, like, the Russos did such a wonderful job with oh, the first movie. Amazing. Like, I would argue the, the first Avengers Infinity War, borderline perfect. Mm-hmm. Just borderline perfect. And the way that it ended right. and goes into this film, again, like, from the very first scene, I was like, okay, it was like I feel like I just walked out of Infinity War. Yeah, it's like it's oh, right I, there. There's no question. And the best thing about the best thing about Endgame is that it did not it did not come across as the second half of Infinity War. It is its own yeah. complete thing. Absolutely. So like if you think it's gonna if you think it's gonna pick up right where we left off, right? It's like no man, they completely subverted expectations in that way. Well, it does. Oh yeah, it does. And then it addresses happens. the yeah. end. It yeah. addresses the end of Infinity War, but it's not about. And not to mention Robert Downey Jr. Oh my God, yeah, his performance he, did, is okay. I will say one thing: at the end, at the beginning of that movie, I don't know if he was that skinny or they just used digi- the, like the uh, digital makeup effect to I thought, make him look that. I don't know. It's I honestly don't know. But yeah, it was yeah, like it looked amazing. Very Christian Bale in yeah. the machinist totally. <laughs> kind of. Like he looked sick, and he and you would be. Oh, yeah. well, it's like yeah, this guy spent a month in space you with would no be food, sick as hell. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it it was unbelievably amazing. I really want to go see it again. Yeah, I did like, think he I'm bounced back processing. pretty quick. Though. <laughs> it's like <laughs> if that dude lost that much weight, how come he's looking normal again in like five minutes? Well, I mean, I think they, they, you went through a stretch of time. They show oh, you. you know what? We, we you, did go through a stretch yeah, of time. Yeah, you went through a stretch of time. That's right. You're where right. they were like, everything's ruined. Everything's fucked. This sucks. Yeah, Earth, <laughs> Earth is in bad shape. Uh, yeah, it it was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, and it was even more than that. There's a wonderful thing, and nobody does it anymore because it's laughably stupid. But back in the 80s, whenever we had like a big you know, series of movies, like the Rocky movies are a perfect example. Three quarters of Rocky Four is a montage looking back at Rocky sure, yeah. One, Two, and Three. Rocky Four as you know, a movie right. is actually about thirty minutes long. Truly, truly, <laughs> there is a full-on montage towards the end of this film where they just kind of look back and they're like, "Didn't how much fun did you jerks have watching these movies in the last ten years?" And I was just like, "Oh my god, we're doing a montage. We're doing a full-on musical montage." <laughs> like basically, right? It was, I, I was like, this. This is like a clip show. This is a clip totally. show right now. This is great. Totally. I, I I love. I loved it so much. And and you know. And I thought that Stan's appearance in it. I, oh. I won't even say anything about Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Wonderful. It was. It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was like the 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 amount of times the audience exploded into applause. Yeah. Was unbelievable. I've never heard an audience applaud that much at a movie. Oh, totally. Since since I'm a kid, honestly, since I'm a kid. Right, you know, it was, it yeah. was so amazing. Like I cried, uh, I cried a, a, a multiple times. Yeah, like, I got, m- oh yeah, shivers shot Super up and down misty. my body. Yeah, it's like, and really, the time, everyone was like three hours. Oh my god, it's three hours and two minutes. Oh, long. look, man, 
Infinity War was two and a half hours. Like, right. We were yeah. used to movies being this long. An extra half an hour is not going to kill anybody. No. And, and I would have right. been happy if it had been another hour. Oh, sure. You had plenty they had oh, to tie oh, up. Uh, and they, it easily. was paced so well. That's the thing. And that, the like, time flew by. Unlike Aquaman, mm-hmm. which was close to two and a half hours and felt like it lasted five days. <laughs> and it, like... <laughs> They paced this big so baby. well, and it made sense where they were going. It was it was just better mm-hmm. filmmaking. Period. You you were all at, over at the place. One, you're you're in different dimensions, different planets. You're back on Earth. You're in a different time. There's all kinds of massive, was, crazy shit going on, but you never got lost. You never felt right. You never felt uh, out of place. <laughs> I, all right. Right. Uh, I will. I will agree that I never got lost in terms of what the characters were doing and where they were going. I think that when we eventually have our spoiler discussion, uh, we will have to discuss the mechanics of of the traveling. Uh, because it, and it, it's, everyone who saw it knows what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. it's one point in the movie, confusing. I'm, like, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom now because I don't know what's going to happen next. And I couldn't get out of my seat. Yeah. And at some point, I actually didn't have to go to the bathroom anymore. Because you peed in your pants? I was like, no, no, I didn't. Oh, uh, you're like, like I, I forgot, I, and I, I wet myself. Like, no, your body <laughs> no, no, just no. reabsorbed it and, uh, as it, fuel. I, I stood up, I, and I peed point, on the guy no, in front point, of me. I was just like, I, I don't have to go anymore. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't have to go anymore. And that was about two hours in, two and a half hours. I was like, I am not getting out of this seat, so you are not going to make me get out of this seat. See, Casey and I do this thing where, like, one of us has to get up and use the bathroom, and she comes back, and then very quietly goes, okay, what happens? And I'm like, okay, so Captain Marvel just gave birth to her baby, and it turned out it was, uh, like, a cologne or whatever, you know, you know, you know, it's, like, really fast. And so, like, I get up to go to the bathroom, I ran out, and I came back. I'm like, okay, what happened? She goes, I don't fucking I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, seriously, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I would like to. I would like to eventually discuss with people. And it was definitely the part that we that you are talking uh, about, right? Yeah, now. yeah. but I don't want to. I don't even want to say where they're going or what kind of travel. Right, it right, is. right. We're not going to screw anything up. Yeah, no. But, yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that discussion, and I hopefully can be part of it because there's so many things I want to talk about. But oh man, oh I know, unbelievable. Like, I know. I, and, uh, I, I joined a, a spoiler group on Facebook because I needed to talk mm-hmm. to people about it, and <laughs> uh, like when. That this topic came up, there were like literally diagrams involved. <laughs> like a guy was like, "Oh my, <laughs> here's how it all works." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like I've already seen the film four times, so <laughs> yeah. I think I can walk oh. you through it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> let me walk you through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, I loved it. I loved so it many, so much. So then, many great moments. Now, Frank, let me ask you, and yeah. I brought this up to Joe. Yeah. I, like this was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful, and it capped it off perfectly. <laughs> How do you feel going forward? Where do you go from this in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because, like, yeah, I want to see a Black Panther 2. Of course. I want another Captain Marvel movie. Well, we movie. already know that we're getting that. Yeah. We're getting a Black Panther 2. We're getting a Black Widow movie. We know uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Eternals, presumably Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. So we already have an idea. Oh, Shang-Chi is in development. That's right. So we Shang-Chi's already have an, a, a vague shape. We don't know how it's going to piece together in terms of, like, Flowing continuity like right. these last twenty movies. Did. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Because like I. But think maybe you, they won't. I think you have established. I think they have to. I don't think you can get away from it now. Mm. I well, think you've established yeah, a cohesive universe right. that has this big of a hit and made this much money. Now they don't go. Hey, remember that perfectly good thing we had going? Well, but here's the thing. Let's let's just crap into it we, <laughs> and see what happens. The Black Widow movie <laughs> has been confirmed as a prequel. Right. Well, I think that uh, kind of has to be. The Loki show. 
uh, is gonna. We know that's gonna jump around in time right. a bunch. Uh, but Loki is also a god. That <laughs> I almost, makes sense. I almost dropped a huge spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped myself. Yeah, just stop. The Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Who knows what that's gonna be now? Right. Uh, like when I when when Endgame was over, I like I was like, were all those TV show announcements total bullshit? <laughs> no, <laughs> just to trick us. Definitely. I don't think so. It, yeah, it brought real. up more questions than it answered at the end of that movie. And I guess, okay, and that I, is good. That is good yeah. because that and what, is. what you it just is. said is like, okay, makes me feel better about going forward. But I am a little scared. Corey Michael I, I in the we, chat says like you go to 2099. Like it's, <laughs> it's the logical progression. Corey, settle down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I say at the beginning, at the beginning of, of when I called you guys, we, we do. Oh, no. What just Frank. happened? Frank? I lost him. Oh, crap. All right. Oh, Frank. Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry, sorry, buddy. I don't know what happened. I apologize. <laughs> Did you hang up on Frank? No, I don't think so. It just blinked out. I don't know. I wasn't doing nothing. Mm. It's on camera, though, so maybe we can review the tape. He was in mid-sentence. Yeah. So it's not like... Regardless, he felt very good about it. And yeah. Then, and, and yeah, I mean... Uh, my wife, who's watching, says, uh, no more Guardians of the Galaxy because she hates Rocket Raccoon. Why did? How does she's, someone hate she Rocket does Raccoon? Not truck with talking animals. You married anything. and you married this monster. Look, man, we tried to watch Paddington Two last night, and she was not having it. Are you kidding me? Paddington Two is one of the greatest films I saw. Last I went year. into the office and finished it myself. It was a delight. I fucking raged that it didn't get an Oscar. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, it's Tim. I'm sorry. Tim Benson. It's oh, Tim. Tim. Okay, God, I just heard like, uh, uh, um. <laughs> you know, it's okay. It's, it's been a long time. How is, no doubt, Tim. How are we? Good. That's good to hear. Good. What do we, what uh, do we want to wrap about? about? We're talking about Endgame. We're talking about the question okay. of the week, which was Marvel TV related. If you're going to pluck someone from Marvel TV and bring them into the cinematic universe, who, why, and what do they do? Uh, Okay, I got nothing. Okay. All right. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I just wanted to call and say hello because it's been a long time. It has, it has been, been a long while. time. I listened to an episode a couple weeks ago, um, but I don't drive anymore for work, so okay. I don't get to listen to much. So. Oh, it's hard, yeah. Man, I loved, uh, I loved yeah. driving for work. I got to listen to so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did right? too. Yeah. I don't know how you listen to books at work. I yeah I can't I can't listen to books while I work but I listen on the during the commute and that's how I get all my book re listening done okay <laughs> my book listening okay. my book listening <laughs> book listening yeah that's that's really all I do now I like I'm I'm in the middle so. of Game of Thrones book one right now I only like Let listening to book I only listen to books with pictures it is a slog <laughs> that's, I'm more of a audio book with pictures guy you know <laughs> audio with pictures yeah. I like it well Tim yeah I listen to Game of Thrones um all five books. And it, yeah, it took me a long time with long drives. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. So uh, I'm, I'm about. Uh, it was 33 hours when I started. I think I'm to the 24 hour mark. So it's already been a while. Yeah. Uh, whoops. This is really cool. Uh, Game of Thrones audiobook. Yeah, talk. we're having. I know, right? <laughs> I, I know. Talking, talking cool. Look, stuff. Okay. Tim's I got a book a guy. For you guys. Okay. Uh, okay. Hit us. Die. D-I-E. Not die, 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 but right. die. Yeah, the Kieran Gillen. Gillen. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I read three issues. I've only okay. read the first one so it far, so I don't really have it. Beautifully drawn and it is very well written. It is just so cute. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> Kieran Gillen. You mean precious. Precious. You yeah, yeah. Precious. I mean like it is so obsessed 
with itself. You know what? That's kind of Kieran Gillen, though. And he, yeah, I mean, he, he, I love Kieran Gillen, and he has written some stuff that I absolutely adore. I cannot hang with Die. Like, have you ever read yeah. Phonogram? I can't. It's so friggin' twee Britpop. It definitely is. And if that's not your scene, then you but are not gonna like it. I did like Phonogram, and we hadn't, he hadn't established a lot of that yet. Sure. And I think maybe a book like Phonogram by itself, and if you read it, you're like, yeah, that was really good. I liked what he was doing. That was really fun. But then he brings that same energy and multiplies it by five. You know, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> he rolls four D6 <laughs> and adds it to his. You know, I get it. it. It's just, it was too much for me. What do you think Fair. about it? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's Yeah, just... oh yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, oh, I my could God. really care less what they're saying or doing. Like, like, I don't need to read it. Who is the uh, artist? Like, I can't remember. Like Stephanie Hans. Stephanie Hans. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yes. Brand that's a new. great example. Mike Del Mundo is a, is a kind of guy like where he's drawing a book and it doesn't really matter what's happening. Yeah. You can just take yeah. the words like, out of it. I, yeah. have, I have most of Del Mundo's books and I've read very few of them. And I don't have. Tim. But this one, this is the first book oh. I've ever read by Kieran. Kieran, however you say his name. Gillen. And I loved it. Um, I'm also not a D and D player. Okay. So like, it was cool to be able to like come into the world and not like, like I want to play, but I don't, I just don't have the time. Okay. Make no mistake. So they are not is... playing Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know what kind of stupid. Oh, no, yeah, he, in, no, no, he invented like, this game yeah. himself. Yeah. I yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I don't know what the fuck role playing game they're supposed to be playing. It's a game that he invented. I it's get a it. Game that he yeah. invented. I, he's not a good game inventor. I'll say that. You don't know, <laughs> okay? Right? <laughs> like, I was like, "What is this game?" <laughs> like, you each get one dice and do everything. Oh, so is the guy it. that like, gets like the what? d twenty the most powerful? <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't know. know it's like I, I, I always get the d four. What the crap? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I thought it was beautiful. I'd like to catch up, but uh, I've only made it. I've only read the first one so far. Yeah, I just. I mean, it's only like four issues in. So yeah, yeah. You're not very far behind. I read the but first I three also enough. like. I was like, okay, I like this. Um, so I checked out Wicked Divine. It's pretty good. Wicked Divine is a good uh, book. It is another one that is so precious. It's got a tone. It's got <laughs> yeah. a tone to it. Yeah. Oh, so very precious. Um, but his. Artist on that book, Jamie McKelvey, was his longtime collaborator on the Phonogram book, so they've been working together for yeah. many years. Yeah, and yeah. again, it's a beautiful book to look at. It. This sounds like I'm just slamming Karen Gillan. He's a very talented writer, and I very much like him. But he, like that book almost comes off as like, hey, what if Neil Gaiman was a little more annoying? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's wah, wah. the guy's a master storyteller. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but fuck, I can't listen to any more of this. You know. <laughs> Corey, no more, no more. Corey Michael says all the cool kids play Pathfinder. <laughs> That's true. fine. It's true. <laughs> um, so I'm going to jump topics all over the place, and I'll be quick so you can get to other people. But um, I don't know if you guys know Josh Roberts, Comic Cave owner down in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Um, he did a, a GoFundMe to help recover recently, but announced he's going to close uh -huh. uh, another comic store. Um, Colin Bunn is a friend of his. I'm a friend of his. Um, so if anyone wants to check it out, he's doing a sale to try and liquidate um, everything he's got. I hate so, to see that. That sucks. Diamond Diamond said, like, hey, you're done. Um, so yeah. he's kind of stuck in that, yeah. that spot. Uh, uh, Tim, email me a link to whatever, and I'll put it in the show cool. notes and post it online. Definitely. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Excellent. absolutely. Support. You know, it, it's tough 
It sucks to see any shop go. I, I don't even like it when yeah. shitty shops close. Honestly. It, it's tough to operate any business in the con in this economy, but it's doubly tough for comic shops because it's such a what are you talking specific about? America has never been in a better place, Joe. I know it's I so mean, great right now. People, hundreds of people it's come up to me daily, and they just they're like, "Don't you love it here?" You know. Uh, but yeah, if you want to send me whatever you got on that, Tim, I'll make sure it gets. Cool. I'll spread the word on that. Tim, thank you for calling. It's good to hear from you, buddy. Thank you. I'll see you, bud. Bye. Bye. The phone line is open. In the meantime, it's twelve fifteen already. Jesus, we're gonna go to Mister Willie Two. It's two time, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's a busy weekend for me, so I didn't think I'd be able to call in. But I have some musings and comments based on your last show. Musing that uh, I wanted to get to you guys. So when Matt was describing his introduction of Nova into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was basically giving us the plot to the last Starfighter, which is <laughs> cool. It's I true. think that's a good it's way absolutely to pull true. Nova and really other than um, old graying nerds who remembers the last Starfighter. Oh, love that movie. So which much. is a great movie if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Um, <clears throat> also, another comment, um, Matt was saying he who doesn't want to see Wolverine fight Conan the Barbarian. Guess what? Yeah, I, they did fight in What If issue number sixteen. This is probably like oh, volume two of What If. No, I have this nineties, late late eighties. Uh, what happens 90s. is Wolverine gets zapped back to the Hyborian age and fights. First, he fights. Red Sonia that he thinks is Jean, and then he beats her, and that she like lays down he's in a dirty alley and is like, "Oh, take me because you beat me, and that's the rules." But he doesn't at that point. But they end up hanging out and drinking together. He then fights Conan. Uh, Conan kicks his ass the first time, but then the second time they fight, Wolverine's all berserker raged up and cuts Conan's hand off and Conan Whoa. dies during this big battle with a huge demon and whatever and so Wolverine and Red Sonja ride off together uh, and they're going to go bang and then <laughs> it just so happens Conan didn't die see he oh. actually gets transported to the moon or wherever the what? X-Men are what is going fighting on the Kree and Oh yeah, Jean the moon becomes yeah, yeah. Phoenix. Uh, Conan is there to witness it. Conan kills a scroll, and then he sees Jean uh, getting ready to receive the Phoenix Force, and he's all like, "Sonia, dumb." I actually really do not like that issue. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, Why are these guys such the idiots? Conan, yeah. What if issues? Quick pause in his call. Wolverine with enhanced senses. Not only that. He's intimately familiar with the face of Jean Grey. Right. You know, like, okay, well, scratch that. Let's say his eyes are closed. Sure, right. Okay, and, you know, like, but he walks up and goes, Jean? You know, yeah, like, right. no, no, <laughs> come on. Maybe Conan has, like, a, a stigmatism, you know? He's just like, uh, Red Sonia? You mean Wolvie? You no, said- I mean, either one, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wolvie doesn't because he's got super eyes, but. Yeah, uh, but Conan. Yeah, even right. And then it's just like, come on. What is <laughs> that's really it stupid. sounded like he was high and making that up? <laughs> I believe it 100%. All right, let's finish. Lastly, uh, Fiona Staples was commissioned by Wizards of the Coast to do all the artwork for um, 
the D&D live event that's oh, happening. Wow. That's I believe awesome. soon-ish. I don't know. I'm not going, so I don't care when it is. But uh, cool story. her artwork is available. Uh, you can download it as a, a desktop wallpaper for your computers and pads and phones and stuff. I will be doing it. I just think it's really cool that uh, you know she got pulled into that. Or asked to do that, I should say. Fiona Staples is... Yeah. Finally. That is, that's a weird I choice, read but I like it. Avengers No Road Home. I just read issues 5 through 10, which is the introduction of Conan into the Marvel Universe. And I have to say, I didn't really mind it. The, actually, the very first issue where uh, Scarlet Witch and Conan are running around together in the Hyborian Age is actually really great. It was awesome. And uh, reminded me of... Like when the Avengers would go to the Old West and now they're running around with the two-gun kid and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. But then once Conan gets pulled into the Marvel U, he kind of doesn't get really used all that much. No. Once the Avengers get and back together. he kind of becomes just kind of bland. And um, this is where my problem with the story is because it's the story. The story kind of sucks. Um it just becomes a lot of Avengers feeling their feelings. So I want to be an Avenger. Oh, I want to be human and I want a place to belong. And it just, it's issue after issue of that. And that seems to take center stage over the battle with the night queen. And it just like, I really liked, just no became Rogue. droning, blah, blah, de blah, de blah to me. I didn't really like it, but then where they deposit Conan, is totally rad because I love the Savage Land. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about. Get the ready for universe. Savage Avengers. And then they put him there. That's great. That's that's a blast. But they really don't describe or explain how he got there. Hopefully, they do so in the Savage Avengers, Ugh. which I will be checking out. Ugh. But you know, whatever. They're, they're whatever. Hey guys, uh, sorry this got a little bit long, but um, <clears throat> thanks anyways. Bye. 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 Uh, Savage Avengers, for those of you who do not know, Conan, Punisher, Venom, Wolverine, Venom, Electra, Electra, and Brother Voodoo. Sure. Why is Brother Voodoo there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so in his email, Toots says, been meaning to ask if you would have any interest in a monthly or bi-monthly segment titled Swords and Scrolls, where I review shit like the things I talk about in this MP3 here. I thought about doing the first one on Conan's What If Issues in detail, which he comes to the modern day. Why are we showing everybody how the, uh, how the sausage is I'm just is saying, made? the answer is absolutely yes. yes. The answer is yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? This is a Merriman. Brett Merriman. What's up? How are you, sir? All Didn't right. we just call him out a couple weeks ago because like, we hadn't heard from him in so damn long? No, we talked to him not too long ago. Oh, that's right. That's when yeah, we called him out. Yeah, I, I was, I was uh, unemotional. After Captain Marvel, which has now completely changed because <laughs> uh, I have uh, indulged in the end game. Okay. How and, do, uh, how do you I feel? It. it was absolutely fantastic. Obviously, we should have a vague wink wink talk because obviously we can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, We're not. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. With uh, thought with the wife, and it was exhausting. It was a. It really was. Field. <laughs> yeah. I was emotional after it. I was emotional in the first scene of the movie. I mean, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So, totally. Uh, and it's also super, super, super funny. Uh, a I lot funnier that, uh, than I was expecting. It, that is one thing that, like, if there's a criticism 
that I that I could weigh on Infinity War was it was so serious. It was yeah. so no. serious, you know, and 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 it had to be. I get it. They were setting up, but yeah, the way that they and this film is totally different. I mean, this yeah. film actually wants to be different. I I will say, and I'm an idiot, but after fifteen after fifteen minutes or so, I had no idea where this was going to go. Totally. Yeah. I mean, totally. They kind of. I mean, that's not a spoiler. I, just, I have no idea where this, <laughs> this sucker is going. Yeah. And uh, no, it was great. I uh, I I rolled the roller. I uh, ride the roller coaster there for the whole time. It was a uh, wonderful. I really love when, especially act, directors like the Russos, when they can take things that we know are going to happen. We call a shot and we go yeah. like, well, that is absolutely going to happen. And then they set it up in a way where like, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Now that can't happen. Or how is that supposed to happen now? And then it yeah. does happen. You're like, okay, I called my shot, but, but not really 30% right. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's, well, you guys were right about something. I was, there was, there was a, a character that I, I was, you, you guys called about two weeks ago and I was like, Oh, I don't know if that's really going to happen. And it really did happen. And I was kind of on the fence about it for a little while, but then it looked, yeah. this character really, really worked. I was really, it was yeah. in a new incarnation. I thought it really worked really and then well. He, and then he did a dab and told the kids to listen to their mother. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so great. I thought the funniest line the whole time, and it's not a spoiler to say that Cap fights someone he knows very well. Yeah. yeah. And just, oh, it's... It, <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. even say it, but it's the yeah, don't 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 say it. Thing. Don't say it. Yeah, because it's such a great hilarious. moment too. Because like so you saw wonderful. it coming a mile away, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So great. and he's like, all right, uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> not, I, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that because we saw at the end of Infinity War, the only ones who don't die really are the original Avengers. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I have kids who got into Black Panther, got into unfortunately Captain Marvel, but they. <laughs> Because it was they they loved it. I I was just being hard on. Um, you know, not a huge part of this movie. And no. I didn't mind that. But I didn't either. I wonder if some younger people might go, "Hey, where are my favorite people I've been seeing for the last two years?" I will say I will say that uh, a lot of the characters, everyone knows what happened at Infinity War is going to get undone. That's, of course. It's not a yeah, spoiler to course, say that. Of course. So all the characters that return... Except for Spider-Man. I was really shocked that they just like, <laughs> he came back and they immediately killed him. And I was like, oh my God! Uh, I will say that the majority of the characters that return kind of get um, the short shrift because yeah. there's just too much. Yeah. There's too much to do. There's yeah. too much going on. There are already too many but characters. But we also needed to say goodbye. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what this was about. This is like he, these are the guys that started it. Right, they're gonna finish. Yes, exactly. You know? This movie is really about the original Avengers and what yes. they've built and what they mean to the and, world. And so well handled. I was right there, like in the film. I was like, okay, all right. When's Doctor Strange coming back? Okay, okay, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Okay, where's Black Panther? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. come on, <laughs> you know, like. And they all get their they all get their little time, but I can see someone going. I really like like. I was kind of bummed because I'm a big Cap fan that, you know, Cap kind of got the short shrift in the last movie, right. but I was pretty confident he was going to get a huge part of this one. And right. Yeah. And they, and they set it up so well for that. Like, oh, I think they left you just like frothing at the mouth for more Cap, yeah. you know, like in yeah. the last one, like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I will say, because you guys are saying you don't know where it's going to go. I thought, I mean, I was really kind of worried that they were about five or ten minutes 
at the end of the film, I was, I'm just not supposed to say, I think they did hint at some things. And I was like, don't waste my time hinting at stuff right now. Can we just yeah. wrap these guys yeah. up and with a bow? And there was a little bit of, Hey, you know what? There's some characters you don't see right now that I don't know. I was, they, I was, they did. It's clear where they're going with the, with yes. the guardians. Yes. They, they, they did yeah. open the door for some new possibilities. Totally. Um, but they also, they did not focus on what's going to happen. This movie was not about setting up the next movie. Right. And even yeah. like to the, to the, some bits though. Yeah. Sure. But to the point, like there's not even any credit scenes, which Marvel announced before yeah. the movie. They're like, look, just so you I know, shot, right. I know credit hey, scenes. That, that, yeah. There's no, and I was still like, I don't believe them. Not a soul yeah. left the theater. Yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. knew not a soul <laughs> left the theater. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Brett, I got to open this back to up. Say what that sound is. It means because there's a sound at the end. No. Can we even no. say what that is? No. Okay, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fart noise. And that's how we know Howard the Duck is getting a movie. Right. It, it ends with Howard the Duck going, Mwah. you know? <laughs> well, well my, my, my theater ended with everyone going, oh, my God. We waited because nobody knew. I didn't know there wasn't a scene at the end, so I don't know. Yeah. So we all I was told it. there wasn't, but I was like, I don't believe him. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> where I was at. I was like, all right, I got to open these full noise back up. Somebody's desperately right, trying buddy. to get in here. I'll talk to you later, Red. Bye, Brett. Bye. Okay. No, uh, I don't feel like anybody got short shrift. I'm not going to say that. I, uh, but I, no, I, I do don't mean think... it in a negative way. I just mean like there is, there are so many people in this movie that right. they could not possibly devote time to character development or, right. or even necessarily individual moments. Like there are characters, beloved characters from other movies that are in Endgame that don't even have lines. Yeah, it's true. They're just running around yeah. doing stuff. And I get it. This is so huge in scope, you kind of have to do that. But right. by the time those characters did come back, you wanted it so bad. Uh, you wanted it so bad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the, from, the, from the moment it happens, uh, the last 40 minutes or so of the movie, it is 1,000% fan service yeah and it's exactly what you want it's oh, totally. everything that you want totally uh and it ugh, man what an achievement oh, oh, oh. all right let's see what we got here thank you for calling teach and cover to cover caller who this hey it's jason Sachs. jason Sachs, how are you sir i'm good how are you sir good you're not running this weekend i take it we're running tomorrow running tomorrow okay dude is always running good lord man you gotta slow down Call me the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> just be careful out there, all right? Hustling never did anybody any favors, so you just be careful, all yeah, right? Yeah, I need to. I need to slow down. Slow it down. Take it easy. <laughs> sit, sit, sit down and read more comics. There you less, go. Uh, there you go. That's okay. my philosophy. Been loving your show. It is fantastic, and I got to say, your audio improvement was amazing. You like? Oh wow! Thank you. Jason uh, wrote in a little while ago and was like, "Hey, what's your setup? What do you suggest? Whatever." And I was like, "Oh, I do this. I do this. You could do this. Whatever." And then like the next episode was like, "Boom! Fidelity!" <laughs> like, wow! <laughs> wow! Thank you. Really appreciate that. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going strong with this show. It's been a lot of fun to do. In fact, I just literally just got off the phone with a um, guy who works for a Library of American Comics. Oh, nice. Talking about of all. Of all things, the comic strip were better or for worse. <laughs> really? <laughs> which, is, which is a great comic strip. They're doing an archival reprinting of it. Okay, um, nice. I'm more of a gasoline yeah. alley man myself, but, uh, you know. <laughs> okay, so so oh, well, I could go on about gasoline alley. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. 
Because I picked up, I picked up. Have, have you read any of the Walton Skeezix volumes? No. Like, seriously. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, and this is, I'm gonna sound like an asshole. I appreciate. It's okay, Matt. Everybody knows you're an asshole. I appreciate the comics in newspapers and the history there so much and where they came from. I do not give a shit about reading them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just they never did anything for uh, me. They never did. I like I love newspaper comics. I bought a hardcover of like the old Tarzan dailies. So they're like, oh man, I mm-hmm. love those Tarzan comics. And they're good, but it's just like I think it's the the nature of the way the story had to be told is what I didn't like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The pacing of it? Yes. The, the three I just, panels. Yeah, yeah, the pacing. I, just, yeah. I couldn't. Ugh. <laughs> it's a whole different beast from, I, it from is. regular it is. comics. And it's amazing, and I'm glad it happened, and there's so much talent there. I don't mean to take anything away from them. I just don't give a shit. Well, you, you, read, <laughs> you read manga sometimes, right? Yes. So you've got to just take it in the same way that you take reading manga, that the pacing's going to be different, the style's going to be different. It's the approach true. I need to take is different. And allow yourself to enjoy that kind of uh, difference of, of uh, perception and allow the story to kind of wash over you. Gasoline right. Alley is, like, great for that. I just, I just picked up Walton Skeezix Volume 5 or 6. I was just reading it last night, in fact, and it is wonderful. Oh, and hey, wonderful. if you love... I'm sure it is. If you love, like... Rich, the rich continuity that comes with superhero comics, Gasoline Alley, and for better or for worse, <laughs> it's true. Are two long running single stories, basically. No, it's absolutely true. I mean, I know. <laughs> uh, what did you What did you actually want to wrap? Yeah, about what did you Jason? actually want to wrap about? You didn't call to talk about old school funnies. Well, everyone's talking about Endgame, which I saw yesterday, and I thought was like maybe the best Marvel movie I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to belabor that because I'm sure everyone wants to talk about it. This morning I watched the the finale of Gotham. Oh, why are you are doing you this to yourself? I wanted to I wanted to watch that and I missed it. <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself? It time jumps to the future where Batman is, where Bruce Wayne is Batman. Wait, it was a total okay. standalone okay. episode. First of all, you can still watch it. It's on the Fox app. Oh, you great! Can just stream it off the Fox app. Nice, nice. Right? I mean, it's it's, it's available. Why did I do this to myself? Do you like Gotham? God. Oh my God. I watched all the seasons of the last, last season. It is so great. Really? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? We're comic fans, right? We're right. used to stuff being way over the top. Like, no one is, it, no one's ever like, yes, and I am very angry at you. It's always, no, I'm furious at you. The world shall die because of this. Right, right. right. It's very over the top. Ultimate ver- Gotham is the ultimate version that everything is over the top. Super cartoony, super ridiculous, Ugh. super crazy. That's the exact reason you, that I love Legends of Tomorrow. Because Legends it, it, it embraces it. Oh, yes. I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's ironic. It's got the ironic little wink to it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what happened Gotham, in the, the finale? The Gotham finale. Just, Gotham's just straight on, over-the-top, pulpy, pulpy craziness. So tell me about where, this finale. You know, it's it's just um, it's just wonderful. You got to watch it because it, it's just like it culminates all the storylines in wonderful ways. It's got a great um, Joker story where uh, you know they do the Joker in a different way with different makeup, but he's also just as creepy or even more creepy than he is in the comics. Yeah, but it's it's all done in this kind of very kind of over the top, but also very slightly disappointing way, which <laughs> I love also. So okay, you are admitting that it is disappointing. <laughs> It's disappointing, yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. It's like, There's trash shows that I watch too. I'm like, look, this show is garbage, and I love it. Riverdale, <laughs> you know, Riverdale is a, is a is Riverdale is not garbage, baby. Riverdale is 
Wonderful. Uh, there's a difference between <laughs> okay. there's a difference between garbage and trash. Riverdale is trashy. It's schlocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm so going to watch this, Jason, because I want to see and, this. And like the difference between this and like Flash or Arrow is that like so much happens all the time, and everything's ridiculously over the top, and all the people are super over emoting all the time. Yes. <laughs> there's this abortive storyline between the Joker and the Riddler. That they continually seem to be at odds with each other, and they're just about ready to start knifing each other, and then they end up just kind of wandering off into the sunset together. <laughs> and I love that it doesn't pay off, and that nothing really kind of. God. Because it, <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Do I sound like I'm? You're not insane. You're not no, selling me on it. Me. I'll tell I'm you, you're selling, you're selling me on you it. You are not selling me on it. You're God. selling me on it, Jason. I can't wait to watch this finale. You just gotta, you just gotta sit there and let this whole ridiculousness just wash over you. God, because it, it is, it is such a, it's a total joy. I'll tell you I what. The next time I have like a major surgery or something, and I'm recovering, and I'm on painkillers, and I'm just miserable, I will force myself to watch Gotham. Uh, <laughs> no, no. So, okay. So, well, yeah, I can't. Uh, okay, I, I guess I can't really make the case of it being high art in any way, but. Um, <laughs> But you know how, like, Endga- one of the beauties of Endgame is it pays off almost all the storylines. Right. And you feel satisfied at the end. Yes. Um, Gotham kind of does that. <laughs> it's <own> crazy way. <laughs> it's like, you've described it as not great, not high art, not very good at times, but and wonderfully disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, let's, I just, let's go I, watch this school bus burn, you know? No. <laughs> but it's so fun. It's yeah, so exactly. fun. Like, I, and the acting is so wonderful. Like, so I, I, Okay, here's a little tiny touch that I think like exemplifies the whole thing. So at the very beginning of the episode, it's 10 years later. For, 10 years have passed since the previous episode, which, by the way, is also just freaking bonkers and wonderful. Um, so they show Jim Gordon at the beginning of the episode, and he's got a mustache. Because, you know, he, they're moving him towards being the Jim Gordon that we know in the comics. Of course. Um, and they play it up for a little bit, and they have a little bit of dialogue about that. Hey, since you let the caterpillar grow on your lip, you've grown much more mature. Well, maybe not. And then all of a sudden, for no good reason, they have him shave it off, and his wife makes a comment like, oh, I'm glad you got rid of that. He's like, yeah, I didn't think it fit. And they just move on from it. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's like like the Gotham writers are like, yeah, this isn't your dad's Jim Gordon. Yeah. Like, fuck off. And I just thought that it was like, okay, you just did this thing, and it's it's kind of wacky. Okay, God. so just embrace the wacky is what yeah, I say. That's I why get, I get the, I get the ridiculous. Of, so uh, so it's like the, the uh, yeah. I, I I'm finding it hard to say why you should love it and not hate it, but. Oh, it's it sounds like you love to hate it. A long time, and you you love to no, hate I, it. <laughs> no, no. I, I genuinely love it. I love to hate Arrow. Arrow just drives me crazy. Yes. Oh God. I I, I just hate Felicity so much. I yeah. I do too. Um, it's the worst. Arrow is uh, the it's worst. It's gotten worse since they got married, and uh, this season they got married. Oh God. Yeah, they got married. Seriously. Yeah. So they're just like leaning into the worst character on TV, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she well, quit the show. Which means she will not be in the final season. Good. Well, I don't care. Fine. Yeah. Like, hopefully yeah, that hope woman is not actually that annoying. Yeah. 
All right, Jason, I, we got to get you out of here, man, before you make me watch anything right. else. Thanks for calling, Jason. Don't watch it. I'm serious. All right, all right, you, all right. You will right. love it. Oh, boy. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Talk buddy. Next week. Bye. It's like Jason watches Gotham the way my wife watches International House Hunters, where, like, <laughs> she just, like, watches it. She's like, these fucking people. You're like, you believe it? Oh, is the pool too far from the ocean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm turning the phone line off so we can finish. These. Yeah, we got a couple voicemails. Again. We got a couple during the show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, you snuck in. You snuck in. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. You snuck in. Who this? Hey, Twiggly Diggly Deep. David Robbins calling. David Robbins, how are you, my man? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are you guys doing We're this doing- uh, Saturday? We're about to get dumped on by some more snow here in Milwaukee. Are you Fantastic. kidding me? It's snowing in Milwaukee. We're about to get five to seven inches today. It's going to be gone by, by, by like Monday. Good Lord, man. That sucks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, go see a movie. Go see Avengers Endgame. You got nothing else to do, right? I saw it last night. Okay. How do you feel? Uh, satisfied. Sad, right? It is, it yes. is inherently satisfying. Just the fact yes. that they had to follow up Infinity War, which was yes. borderline perfect, like I said. They nailed it so yes. perfectly. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, I, I know we're spoiler free, so I'm going to stay that way. Uh, the fight, uh, the Russo brothers said they brought it down as far as they could to 302. There's no time to leave to go to the bathroom. And while every minute of it is not punchy, punchy, smashy, smashy, I 100% agree with them that there is no air in this film. I, yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. And honestly, some of my favorite parts were the slower parts. Yeah. Like absolutely. Towards the beginning where we're seeing them just dealing like with life. The first hour of the movie almost yeah. is it's grueling. Well, the, yeah. The first, the first 25 minutes of it where they did the, the, the juke at us. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of was shocked that they went that way and did that in the first, totally in the first half hour. Totally. And it was just like, okay, everything you predicted, all the rules you thought were going to happen in this film, no. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. Just wipe them clean, kids. Yeah. And you know, like there was absolutely. a moment in that film, in the first like 15 minutes of the film, where the entire theater went, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy, you know, yeah. like, just wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> Although, so I, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I, I was going to say, uh, I, I was watching the, the film and we get towards the end and there's two moments in it that I giggled with glee mm-hmm. and went, oh, the troll fanboys are going to be pissed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Big time. For big sure. Time. But I'd be like, anymore, and, Marvel just leans into it and they should. Oh, Fuck yeah, it. absolutely. You want like, to get good oh, press? Yeah, you, you're going to be pissed. people off. So what? Yeah. Get yeah. Any pub is good pub, man. Get them talking. Get them yeah. mad. Fuck it. You know, let's go. Well, <laughs> And, and my, like my, my, without spoiling any plot things, my MVP has got to be a Koye because she has a stick. (laughs) Right. Everybody else, everybody else in the movie has tech or superpowers or whatever. I mean, it's a a stick stick. made out of vibranium. Yeah, It's not just a stick, man. We saw what it did to a car. It's it's made out of vibranium. (laughs) Sure. I mean, but she stopped a, a moving car with it in Black yeah, Panther. But, I mean, it, it is a good point. Like, she runs into into that final battle very outclassed, considering what's going oh, on. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's an Aguerrera. I love you so much. Yeah. yeah. She <laughs> kicks ass. She was great. She was totally great. Yep. Oh, man. Loved it. 
David, always yeah. nice so, to talk um, to you. Moving off of moving off of Infinity War. Okay. Um, I just gotta say, if you guys haven't seen Cobra Kai yet. Oh, I've seen it. I loved it. You I didn't saw, see I season saw two yet. It no, dropped on I Wednesday. I haven't seen season two yet. Uh, it's, okay. I have not started that yet. I loved Cobra okay. Kai. It was so it's, goddamn good. <laughs> I think it ha- it is way better than it has any oh, right to absolutely. be. Absolutely. That's for sure. Absolutely. And when they said it was coming, I was like, dumpster fire. I'm going to watch this yeah. to laugh and make fun and say, you have the worst idea in the world. And first episode, cried. Yeah. <laughs> they like, they steer into Johnny's train wreck of a life so well. Oh, yeah. It, like, and, and not it, where I thought they were going to go at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. And it's like, I am about 60% done with season two already. Yeah. And I got to start it's, that. It's so good. And that, that uh, surprise that they, they drop at the end of season one, that is around all of season two so far and is causing problems for everyone. Nice. All right. All right. I'll get on season two. I promise. I haven't done it yet. It's very, very good. I've been very, very busy. But what can you do? David, always I good understand. to talk to you. You as well, gentlemen. All right. Have, have a good, good one, weekend. Bud. You have yep, a good one. Too. All right. There's this one person that is keeps trying to call i'm gonna let you in call now okay and i'm gonna let you in well he left if you're talking about 914 he left no that's not it. it's a 508 number i don't, no, know, who I don't it is. know who that is either i don't know this is your last chance it's your last damn chance if anybody else calls i'm cutting you off i'm hanging up on you this is for you 508 one one thousand two just five, move on <laughs> it's <laughs> over all right it's over forget it you lost your chance uh, I want to know who I want to know what the Google uh, transcript thinks uh, Mr. Fantasy Prostitute is talking about. I got him in. I got him in. Caller, you have worked harder than anyone today to get in here. So this better be good. OK, who this? It's Brian Domingo. It's Brian Domingos. All right. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be cover to cover without a Brian. Nah, Domingos. I wouldn't. What's happening, Brian? How are we doing? And what do you want to rap about? Thank, I, guys, I know everyone's really excited. It's been a, a, like a great week for uh, for comic fans. Um, I'm super psyched. Like this week, things happened that I, for decades, I didn't think could happen. Touch ass. No, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, no. The the DC uh, universe app is awesome. Right. Yes. Of course, he's talking about the ability to read every issue of Young Heroes and Love on <laughs> command. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit about Endgame, even though you guys are borderline spoily on your discussion um yeah um every issue of young heroes in love um every issue of the 1990s chronos um yeah all the things that it's like i was scrolling through and i was like yep 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 is that both grifter series from the 90s why yes it is 32 issues of backlash (laughs) yes thank you so um i i have more to read than i could i I don't know i will die having not read everything i want to read which is you know I'm well. I'm glad uh, it's. Good problem, I'm glad man. it is finally worth the money. It's absolutely worth. I'm the money. glad. And how are you going to feel if you lose the TV shows? Is that going to upset you? I don't give no shits. I don't think the TV. Why would the TV shows aren't going anywhere? Well, there's rumors there's, that the TV shows are not making money. And they're a major sink yeah, I, on the app itself. I don't know. There, there, there was that article about that. You know, cutting a couple episodes of Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing's a stretch. Thirteen episodes is a stretch. Sure. Um, and I there was a store, a local story saying. They cut back on this, and the spin of everyone that read it was, "Oh my God, this yeah. thing is doomed because yeah. Disney, right. Disney Plus is a—they're afraid. Like they're filming Star Girl right now in Atlanta. Yeah. So 
you know, if they were afraid, wouldn't they pull that back? Right. These shows or, are still coming. No, I'm not saying they're not still coming. Yeah. I mean, they're going to throw them out there, but it wouldn't surprise me if we start seeing them air somewhere and then they live on the app afterwards or something because they need to get eyes on it. They need to get more eyes on these shows. We did talk about this th- last week about uh, the idea that someone who's not a comic fan that's just interested in video content. Right. Is there enough there for them? If you're not a comic I fan, and no. I don't know. If you're not a comic fan, the answer is no. Once I think once we see a restructuring of all these Netflix deals, like there's no way the CW shows don't end up there at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. You Definitely. know, I mean, Arrow's ending mercifully. I mean, three seasons too late, but um, <laughs> that's going to be. I don't know what their contract looks like, but that. I mean, they're all going to be there at some point. So yeah, it's like rather than giving all this money to Netflix and letting them license it, they're just going to keep it. Right. And, what they, know, I mean, what they need to do is make this app available in other countries. That's the one thing I think that's holding them back, and I don't know what's taking so long. Yeah, that would help, certainly. But I still think, I don't know, they just need to get more eyes on this stuff because they're good shows. And people that wouldn't necessarily care about a Titan show might watch it and go, this is pretty damn good. You know, or like Swamp Thing or Doom Patrol, even like I, Casey watched Doom Patrol with me. She really liked it. There's no way a person like Casey Baum is going to buy the DC app to watch Doom Patrol. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't gotten to that yet. I watched Titans over, I don't know, a three week period or so. Um, these earlier episodes are more gruesome than the, the end of them. Like, yeah. I think they kind of find their groove. And yeah, um, I mean, that trailer is still. All of the worst part. It is still yeah, the yeah, worst. Definitely, it's the worst trailer and I've I, ever seen. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why they they picked all those things, but like in context, it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I get right, that. But right. like, um, you know, like you're you're not dealing with like grim and gritty, Robin. You're dealing with um, Dick Grayson with PTSD. Right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he, he's a he is a guy in distress and pushed to is, the brink. You know, he, he shoves those like you know scissors into that guy's you know junk when to save like hawk and dove and it's like holy shit like me looking away because robin is doing things that are right too severe is like a lot but it's also like you can see it in his eyes like i mean he's you know i think he's like a 30 year old actor but he still he does have that boyish thing of like this is a boy who was sent into combat right Mm -hmm. and he looks broken and sad although he did become a detective very quickly (laughs) yeah you know i think like looking at it like all right if he's not in gotham so you could easily send a file and be like oh you know this guy saved the mayor like there's there's some way to you know kind of juke up his i don't know know, you can check that stuff pretty well like i could get on google right now and be like this guy wasn't a cop you don't think (laughs) you don't think a guy trained by batman could come up with a fake backstory i mean maybe maybe and that's that's all they had to do was say that that's all they had to do is like oh thanks Thanks for. I'm glad that he Bruce helped me out with that fake ID. Thing, I mean, look, you know, you're, descri- you're describing a problem that is inherent to like 99 percent of all police procedurals. Of course. So let's not sweat that one yeah. thing about Titans. Right. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sweat. I like the show. It's a good show. Yeah. I just. I don't know the DC app. I'm glad that it has the amount of comic stuff on it. I think they should lean more into that. And if they want to have rerun, like with the show appears there, and you can also access it here or something. They've got to figure out a way to make more money on it. We don't know I how think, much money they're making. You don't know. When you say stuff like that, you I'm do not you, know I'm how much you. money they're making or not making. Calling my shot. Those yeah, I think if they if money was an issue, 
like they like they just started filming in Atlanta, like right. Stargirl, because James Robinson's been Instagramming that like he's there and he's you know writing on the show. So it's like it's not like they're three months in and they're oh shit, we, it's too late to pull the plug. Like they started like three weeks ago. No, I got gotcha. you. So, I got gotcha. you. You know, like if it if money, I think if money was a problem, they wouldn't have started, or they would have, you know, gone to Vancouver. You know, some sure. some other sure. You know, they're going to do it on the flash set where every, you know, every three scenes are the same sidewalk. Um, oh, God. You know, I, I don't think there's even it. a set. I think it's just like they have like three tray, like back alley, like sets that they just like walk like, from set to set, you know, <laughs> big room. Yeah. Gray hallway. Right. Dark rooftop. <laughs> the flash. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Coffee shop. Don't forget. Coffee oh, yeah. Shop. Jitters. Right? Yeah, jitters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, we got to get out of here. We're running long today. I appreciate the call, though, buddy. It is always good to talk to you. I'm glad we got you in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye, Brian. Okay. All right, let's do these dang voicemails. Let's do these dang voicemails. Yeah, Google uh, Transcript thinks this next one starts with Dear Mr. Fantasy Prostitute. Huh. Let's see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> and when it said, Was this helpful? I said, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Mr. Fantasy, play us a tune. Okay. <laughs> Something to make us feel happy. Greetings, nerds. This is John from Jersey calling in with my spoiler-free review of Avengers Endgame. From the time I heard those first lyrics of that song after the opening scene, That's I knew so what we great. were in for. Yeah. The Russo brothers had crafted the perfect culmination to this movie series. And when I say movie series, I mean everything. Every film was important. Every character mattered. It took everyone working together to move past what tragedies we had experienced. Yeah. And I think the reason this movie has affected me so much became clear on my rewatching when that song kicked in again. I went my, by myself on Thursday night so I could see it without kids asking me questions or needing to go to the bathroom. And then I took my family last night. And when that song came on, it brought a smile to my face. Because not only is this film what we needed coming out of Infinity War, it's what I think we need as a country right now. Whoa. Is something Whoa. to bring us all together. <laughs> and maybe it's a little lofty to think that a film could do this. And I don't think that all of a sudden tomorrow everyone's going to wake up and say, hey, everybody, let's all work together like the Avengers and defeat evil <laughs> Trumpsos. No, that's not what's going to happen. But that's not what comic books do. They inspire future generations. They inspire us to be better than we are. And I think that in this film they've done that. The reason I think that is last night as I was putting my son to bed, we do a thing where we ask each other three questions. And my question was, is he sad about some of the sad things that happened in this film? And I don't think it's a spoiler to say that his response was, no, because what happened had a purpose. That it wasn't sad if something bad happened <laughs> so that something good could happen. And that's a really interesting lesson for my son to learn. I'm going to have to carefully craft that so he sees the good in that and not twisting it for uh, his own justifications. But that's what I want from superheroes. I want them to be the myths of modern society, and I want them to inspire us to be better than we are the way myths of old did. 
Anyway, friends, I loved it. I'd love to talk to you about specific spoilery things, but until then, John from Jersey saying, make mine marvels. So, John, sort of meh on the film. You yeah, know? lukewarm. <laughs> Well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. we don't all have to love it. I get it. <laughs> Let's be careful with that kid. So he's not like, oh, dad, I murdered the hamster so I could cure cancer. So I could get a dog. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Something bad had to happen. The so cat good is gonna- dead, but now we have a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. We got two more here. This one just says, the Google voice says it says, Jason. And that's it. <laughs> I don't know. That might be it. I don't know. No, there's some here. Jason. Oh, oh, it's Jason Sachs. He was saying his name into the. They right. probably asked him his we name again. <laughs> so we actually do have two more, uh, I'm gonna, and they're. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll leave it flag then. Yeah, I'll leave it flag. Uh, I'm gonna build a soundboard. <laughs> like Jason. 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 <laughs> Uh, we got two from Kettner here. It looks like he had some uh, uh, some brief thoughts, and then he called back with some updated thoughts uh, because he could not get in. Oh, so let's cool. play them both. Twelve fifteen and twelve twenty seven. Hey, Joe, Matt, what's up, Kettner? Uh, I saw Avengers Endgame last night. <laughs> I have feelings. So many feelings. Most of them good. Uh, yeah, and I wanted to chat in a non-spoilery way about it. Um, and also answer your question of the week. Uh, I see that, I guess there's, a, I still have another, like, 10, 15 minutes to try to call. I'll try buzzing you back. Um, and if I don't get through, I will. See, I that will was leave. anticlimactic. Come on. We should have just played the second one. We, we just, didn't know. Come on. We didn't know. This is, this is terrible radio. That's <laughs> what the people demand. All right, all right, all right. Here he is. This is the real one. Hey, Joanne. Matt, J O A N N E, Joanne, Matt. <laughs> kind of like that. Hey, Joanne, Matt, what's up? It's Ketnerd. Uh, I am calling in with a amended question of the week answer. Um, after seeing Avengers Endgame, which uh, no no spoiler talk. Um, but wow, that was a lot of movie. I'm still processing it actually. Um, and have very, very positive feelings and some negative ones, uh, which I will hopefully get to share on the show with you next week. But uh, answer the question of the week. If you had to bring one person from the Netflix shows over to the MCU and, and be in the movies, you know, before seeing the movie, I was really for Luke Cage. That's who I was pulling for. Uh, just because I thought he'd be a really good fit in in some sort of new Avengers, right? You know, maybe alongside Spider-Man or something, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After seeing Endgame. Um, and it won't be any spoilers to say that this movie, I mean, you can even see from the trailers, it deals with a lot of, a lot of grief, a lot of loss, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of more sort of like heavy, weighty issues, um, possibly even that, could have religious implications for the MCU even moving forward. And, and, and because of that, I really think that you got to go with daredevil if you had to pick one, because there's, 
I mean, Daredevil already was the strongest of the Netflix shows, and my original choice for, for Luke Cage was really sort of based on the idea of him fitting in with more lighthearted superhero characters better. But I think that there's even more story potential there now for yeah, Daredevil definitely. in a post-Endgame MCU, and that's without saying anything about the events of the movie. Um, but I just think that a lot of those themes that are present could play really well with a Matt Burdock story, and I would love to see it. So uh, that's my answer, and I uh, hope to chat more about this ginormous movie uh, with you guys next week. Next week, we Maybe will do it. Maybe even get uh, Bobby to call in and see if, if our nit picks line up. You know? Um, <laughs> all right. Take it easy, guys. I have a couple nits that I need to pick. I really do. Because there's uh, a couple questions that I have where I'm like, I just need to know if this happened this way. Sure, right. Or did it happen this way? Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he raises a lot of great points about um, the, the the potential religious uh, impact right. of the events. Uh, speaking of nothing else than the snap and the unsnap. Right. It's like half of the earth is dead. Right. Now they are back from the dead. Right. Somebody online was like, post Endgame, Earth is cult central. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, pre, it was. It was like rapture. The rapture happened. Right, yeah. It totally did. It, we got unraptured. See? It just reinforces <laughs> like, my like, lunatic beliefs. If, can you imagine 50% of the, like, and I know it's not like 50% of any specific group, but for the purposes of this example, 50% of religious uh, Christian fundamentalists did not go, uh, did not get uh, raptured. Right. What happens to their brains? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like, oh man, I can't even imagine what, the implications of what would happen if half the population went away and then suddenly came back are not touched on in this movie, other than the fact that like grass gets real long. Well, that's a whole nother, like, I mean, like, come on. How, how do you even survive? Right. It's, it's, I don't know if they're ever going to address it. That might just be the sort of thing we have to, set aside well no i think you could call it the event like they do with you know sure. what happened in new york and everything but like in the infinity gauntlet half the universe dies right but the span of time between them going away and them coming back is very short right right it's like a month or so something. it's not like the earth had time to collapse right <laughs> they, they've got some work to do we'll, sure we yeah, could yeah. say that certainly. uh that was a great call and i think that that is a, great, a very good my answer. answer is daredevil that is uh, the one because i do think it was the best show it was the best cast it's the most New York feeling, if you will, to me. Yeah. And I think you could do a Daredevil movie and you could bring Luke Cage in there instantly, easily. I mean, like he could slip right into there. I don't want Iron Fist around. Absolutely not. And I'm not saying that I want Daredevil to be an Avenger either. Not at all. But I would like to see a big, gritty Marvel Daredevil movie. I think that would be amazing and you do this is where we do all the dumb ninja shit the hand comes in and stuff and we and we dig back into like who is stick and like who are these people that train daredevil mm -hmm. what is the larger part of it and we really go into that ninja world not like they did in defenders where it was just forced and like ugh, didn't sure. work i would love to see that really love to see that uh so my answer is a bit of a cheat but i really want it i really want shield back as a concept in the Marvel universe, um, you know, everyone knows post uh, post winter soldier shield collapses. Uh, and the only place we see it is in the agents of shield TV show yeah. where they are a shadow of their former self. Yeah. 
Um, and if I had to pick one character, it would be Coulson because I think that he was the through line through all those movies up until the point where they kill him off in Avengers. Yeah. And I just like, I'd like to see shield restored. I would like to see shield restored as well. Uh, and I think that there's like proper shield, right? You know? Right. I think that there's a place for it. And I think that with all of these super powered characters running around and all these global crises in the wake of, of infinity war and Endgame, half the population disappearing, you know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Some there needs to be a peacekeeping force that's like, okay, don't worry about it. We're here to right. pop everybody up, right? Uh, because it's not like those five Avengers can do everything, right? Um, so yeah, I think I think I want Shield back, Coulson specifically. If I had to narrow it down to one character, um, we have one more voicemail that came in, and it's from our buddy Shonix. Oh, Shonix! Yeah. We're gonna be here all day doing this. I don't give a shit. Do <laughs> nobody else call? We are not playing it this week. <laughs> Um, oh, it's not starred. I flagged it, yeah. You might just have to, like, refresh. You refresh. You refresh you. Okay, here he is. Our very own Shonix. And I've got a question of the week. I'll be hey, honest. nerds. It's Shonix calling. I know the show's running a little bit long, but I just want to call in and say Avengers Endgame, Brother Free. Oh, I teared up. I welled up. It was crazy. It was good. <laughs> It made me laugh. It made me smile. There were some questions at the end of the movie, but I think having Hank Pym and Banner and other people there, it, those answers, they answered them without even having to go into detail. Um, also, hot take. I don't know what to think about Hickman on X-Men, but I am going to jump on board. I've been enjoying what's been going on. It's been kind of fun um, and uncanny, but weird how it's all going to come to an end but we'll see what happens yeah with hickman interesting all right guys i love to call in more but i usually work saturdays so maybe i'll try some more ain't no thing sonics we'll take you when we can get you buddy that's right we appreciate you my <clears throat> question of the week for next week is x-men centric actually okay and it doesn't so you're gonna you're asking the question of the i'm week. asking the question of the week all right yeah it's because my i mean i did pick one so now that avengers endgame is come and gone and we're moving on to the next phase and we know the fantastic four are coming in we know the x-men are coming in i want you to pitch to me how do we bring mutants into the marvel cinematic universe you know it's coming how do we do it pitch it to me i want to hear your pitch my buddy John I was talking to him this morning, and he was like, oh, the, we know that, like, half the population disappeared, but where were they? And when they come back, maybe some of them... I was like, shut up. That is dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> mm. Pitch it to me. How are you going to bring mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? We will talk about it next week. We will talk about Avengers Endgame next week. We can we can do spoilery stuff. We just we're not going to broadcast it like out to everybody. We're just talking, man. All right. If we're not going to have the speak, if we're not going to have the speakers on, then that's fine. It's going to be fine. Okay. All right. Now, programming note: next week is Free Comic Book Day. Yes. One week from today, May I think it is May fourth. Yeah, uh, it's on Star Wars Day. It's on Star Wars Day. Uh, we will be recording at a different time because. The crowd's crazy. I've got charity stuff going on, so we're going to do it a little bit later, 1 p.m. Central Time. 1 p.m., 1 to 2. And if it goes long, it goes long. We'll see what happens, you know? Speaking of Star Wars, oh, my God. Seeing that preview on the big screen. Yes. Yeah. Holy hopping shit. Yes. <laughs> it was like just, oh, like goosebumps. And, yeah. like, and myself and this guy in front of me both after the end, we were both like, mm, mm. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> 
yeah, the whole experience was Woo! just a treat. Yeah. Okay. Great time today. Yeah. Hey, so much thanks, fun, guys. So much. Thank so you for much all content. the calls. Thank you for your content. We don't have a show without you. Again, leave us a voicemail for four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four anytime. Shoot us an MP3. We got uh, our new AI. His name is Macho. He's going to give you all the details right after this. But for now, this is the Two Headed Nerd signing off. Thank you for enjoying this episode of Cover to Cover. I am Macho, the THN AI, here to remind you to leave your voicemails at 402-819-4894, or you may send an MP3 email message to Joe and Matt at twoheadednerd at gmail.com. This is Macho, thanking you for your continued patronage and download. This week, loyal patrons can look forward to Joe and Matt's return to Drunk Previews for May 2019. That is all. Jason, 